Aloha Kako. Welcome to the podcast. When I hear the introduction of these episodes where my son and his sweet, sweet voice comes on, I'm reminded why I even started this podcast. And even if it just helps one or two people, I feel like it's something that God has kind of stirred me to put out into the air right now, planting seeds, planting seeds of faith, sharing God's word, and encouraging you in authenticity and in the word of God. And so I'm here because I posted a quote online during February, um, what is it, Valentine's Day. And it was something that stirred me. It was something that I've been meditating on and I thought maybe to help somebody. So this is the quote, living with intention each day makes a world of difference between an average marriage and an amazing marriage. And that's a quote that I came up with as I was meditating, as I've been thinking about my own marriage. And as we were just kind of seeing different things on the internet circulating in regards to love and February and Valentine's Day, people were professing their love and people were getting goodies and talking about how long they've been with each other. And it just made me pause and think like, how is my marriage? Do I have an amazing marriage or do I have an average marriage? And really all the people that I'm seeing sharing their lives with one another, do they really have an amazing marriage? Do they have an amazing partnership or are they living in that category that's more average, that's more mundane, that's more we're going through the motions. And so I just want to challenge you. I'm coming online to challenge you and to encourage you to push towards a relationship that is rich, push towards a relationship that layer after layer after layer, day upon day, it is becoming more of an amazing marriage than an average marriage. It's our spouses, our partners, they're the people that we profess love to, the ones that we see every day, the ones that we do life with. And they are the people that we should value the most, the people that we should be most connected to. And so in this quote, it says, living with intention each day is what's going to be the marker that brings forth an amazing marriage or an amazing partnership. And so as we live through the lens of God's word, 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 and 5 so many of us know this scripture it says that love is patient love is kind 
It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Help us, Jesus. And it keeps no record of wrong. And so I feel like I don't even have to say anything more. This scripture is something that can really help us get to that place where we are having a rich relationship. We're having a rich marriage. We are in a partnership that we feel valued and we feel connected to and we feel empowered and and stirred to to want to build a better future together. I know for me, um, when I think of this scripture, love is patient, I have so often wanted to burst out or lash out in, in times where I'm upset or frustrated. And I think of this verse and I tell myself, love is patient. This is the man that I love. I could go off the deep end and just go to town yelling, raising my voice, saying bad words, things, all the things that I would regret. And, or I could be patient. And I want to tell you, there are probably people listening that says, I won't regret when I go off on my husband because he did something wrong or he's acting a certain kind of way and he deserves the treatment that I'm about to give him. Let me tell you, you might feel good for a moment, but it is not going to produce that rich and amazing marriage that I'm talking about. And so if you are the person, the wife, the spouse that is in that place where you want to build an amazing marriage. I'm reminding you to be patient, to be kind, to be um, the person that is not proud or dishonoring the other person. But take a pause and be patient instead, instead of lashing out and instead of envying Maybe let's just use time for an example. If your spouse has time away or has an opportunity to have time away from the kids and time away from you, be the spouse that encourages that for them so that when they come back, they're a better spouse. If we if we envy that they would have an opportunity to go away and be filled up, their cup be filled up, and then out of greed say, no, you shouldn't go. You should stay home. I want you to stay home with me. Or I want you should be helping with the kids. And they don't go, then that's self-seeking. That's another part of the scripture that it's talking about. Love is not self seeking. But when we self-seek, we end up actually self-sabotaging. And I've seen this in my own marriage where if Tyler, if I don't get to, then Tyler doesn't get to. 
But now I don't look at it that way. I look at it like, you know what, if it's an opportunity for you to go out and reset and regroup and, and take a breather, fill your cup, come back, and you're just a little bit healthier, you're a little bit whole, you're a little bit more strong, you're a little bit more peaceful to be around, then that's the approach that I'd rather take. And that's the approach that I do take now. Um, and an example is jujitsu. He goes to jujitsu three nights a week and it fills his cup and he comes home and he's, he's better for it. So just small things that we can do that I want to challenge you or encourage you to do in your marriage that will bring it from average to amazing, um, dishonoring, are it says love is not dishonoring to others if you are someone who has a tendency or is quick to put your spouse down work on holding your tongue the bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue and so instead of bringing them down which is dishonoring them Find opportunities to build them up. And I'm not saying build them up when they're acting dumb or build them up when they're being stupid. I'm saying hold your tongue in that moment, but take the time later or on another opportunity to build them up, to tell them, you know what? Thank you for taking out the trash. It, It really makes me happy when you take out the trash. Or thank you for washing the dishes. I I was really tired tonight and I, I see that you wash the dishes and I really appreciate that. Those little things add up over time. And those little things are what I'm talking about living intentionally, intentionally each day that brings forth that amazing marriage to where You're doing these things day after day after day, and then you sit down one day and you're settled. You feel peaceful. You feel joy. You feel strength. And you ponder and you say something like, you know what? I have a pretty good marriage. I have a pretty good partnership. I'm I'm blessed. That's where I want you to be. That's where I want you to to be. That's where I want you to be. And so in order to be there, in order to get there, we got to live with intention each day. Um, Another thing that helps us, has helped us in our marriage is our coffee situation. So this is kind of funny to me, but for a really long time, Tyler has made my coffee and he brings it to me in my room, puts it on my bedside because he gets up before I do. There has been many times where I've gotten up and had my coffee and I'm like, man, this coffee sucks. Like it doesn't taste good. It tastes too watery or he didn't put enough creamer or something about it was just off, right? So I've gone, this is the progression of our coffee situation. There's times where I've literally said, this coffee tastes like dirt. 
thank you, but this coffee tastes like dirt. And he'll be like, well, you should make your coffee yourself then. And so I didn't necessarily dishonor him. Like I didn't lash out at him and said, oh my gosh, this coffee tastes like dirt. What is wrong with you? No, it, it was more like, oh, thanks, babe. But this coffee kind of, it tastes like dirty water. And we would both laugh. And then he would be like, you should make your coffee yourself. And I'd say something like, yeah, well, I believe in you. Just keep trying or, you know, maybe you put too much grounds or whatever. And so I'll like say things to give him hints of how he could do better. Well, now I make the coffee, like I prep the coffee, knowing how much grounds I want, how much water I want. And he in the morning makes the coffee and brings it to me. And this is a progression that has happened over many, many years. And so now I wake up and I have an amazing cup of coffee. But that progression took living with intention. And that progression took trial and error. It took us working together. It took us not giving up on one another or him not giving up. Yeah, I didn't give up on him actually. And he didn't give up on me because he didn't just stop making my coffee. And I didn't just attack his coffee making character. We found creative ways to get it figured out. And so I hope that story helps you, but let that play out in your marriage, in your partnership, wherever it is that there's like kinks, like think to yourself, what can I do intentionally today that can be a progression on the way to amazing? Try that. I promise it's going to help. I hope this encourages you. Our marriages are so important to invest in. Our children are watching us every day. Um, They see the influence. We influence them by how we respond, how we act in our marriage, how we connect with our spouse, good, bad, ugly. And so just remember that when you're interacting with your partner and your spouse, know that your children are watching and we have a deep, deep impact on them. And so watch your words, be careful to build them up, to honor your spouse. And the best is yet to come. When we invest, we will live better. Be salt, be light. Talk to you soon.